some things shouldn't be transparent, like stop signs. But what you pay for should always be clear, like Hiller's true transparency pricing, always clearly itemized and never any hidden fees. Because you have the right to know what you're paying for. For more information, visit happyhiller.com slash true transparency pricing. Happy you'll be of the services free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Hope this finds you and yours doing exceedingly well in your life. I couldn't be better, quite frankly. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you the phone number is 615-737-1045. And some of you might not like me a whole lot in about 15 minutes. I hope you'll still wish me well. But here we are. I've been saying this perhaps longer than anybody in this market, or as long at least. I'm not going to spike the football. There's no reason to. I wish that I was wrong about this. Because my prediction is not as important to me as watching someone flourish or outperform my expectations. Now, if they're playing against my team of choice, maybe I don't want them to have their best day. But if they have their best day and you beat them, you feel even better. But on this, I'm right. On this, I've been right from the beginning. And I truly, truly hate that I'm right about this. Tomorrow night in Jacksonville, Marcus Mariota is going to have a good night. He's going to win. He's going to put up yards. He's going to hit near 300. Derrick Henry's going to have a good night, too. I think the Titans secondary is going to victimize Gardner Minshew and the Jags offense. And then there's the Jalen Ramsey mess. We may get to that before the end of the hour. The Jags are a dumpster fire. Marone's not going to survive it. Coughlin needs to be gone. There's no end to the misery down there in sight. It's a short week. They're coming apart at the seams. And how do I know that the Titans are going to do this? How do I know they're going to crush Jacksonville tomorrow outside of the external factors I just mentioned about that franchise? I know it because I know the sun comes up in the morning and the moon surfaces in the evening. On Thursday night football and in primetime, Marcus Mariota does generally play pretty well. And they own the Jaguars in the last couple of years on Thursday nights. But after the Tennessee Titans win tomorrow night by three or four touchdowns, there's my prediction. What I want you to promise me out there, wherever you are listening to this program, is that you're not going to go all googly-eyed again over this football team, and you're not all of a sudden going to think that Sunday's quarterback performance was some kind of a mirage and that this is the real Marcus Mariota. Because, ladies and gentlemen, if that was a mirage, it was the mirage from Ishtar, one of the biggest box office flops in history. Here's what I've been right about for two years. I said this on the Quick 6 podcast Monday, which is now subscribable through Apple and all of your podcast catchers of choice. That's just me riffing on football, talking about what happened in college and pro because you don't get to hear me until the middle of the week during the NFL season. But this is how, this is actually the title of the episode. He is not the guy. Call me right now at 615-737-1045 and tell me I'm wrong. Call me right now at 615-737-1045 and tell me it's because of the musical musical chair coordinators or inefficiency on the offensive line or turnover or lack of consistent weapons or anything else that you want. Because I'm going to reply to you by either quoting his stats or simply saying or asking the question, is he the only elite quarterback in history to never be able to do anything because of what's around him? Because personally, 
I am tired. I'm sick and tired. I am fatigued and weary of hearing how Marcus Mariota is great and he would be tearing this league up except for blank or but for blank because that is holding him back. Folks, let's face let's let's just face facts here. This is your number 5. I've been kind of Mari Noda for a while. On Sunday, I wanted him to be Mari Throda, like throw the ball away. But at the end of the day, this is how I feel about Marcus Mariota. He's Marcus Mari Oh. Ta. He's oh, that's that's who he is. He's been injured a good bit. He takes unnecessary risks like that hurdle move on Sunday that didn't pay off. He doesn't play preservation football in any respect. And I just can't sit here and take all these post-game comments anymore. I can't take him saying, I just got to feel pressure better. I've got to make the right reads. I got to learn to get the ball out of my hands. I got to stop taking these sacks. How long should this leech be, folks? The answer is not very long. How many unnecessary sacks do we have to watch? How many errant outside the numbers throws do we have to put our face in our hands after we sit and watch? How many times can you use the word potential to describe a football player before you have to immediately caveat it with the phrase, we'll never realize it here? Or maybe even more accurately, maybe this is the ceiling. Maybe for Marcus Mariota, the ceiling is the roof. I don't know that we've ever stopped, or many of us haven't, stopped and considered that there is a definite possibility that I'm now actually going to sit here and predict as a safe bet that this dude is indeed Marcus Mediocre. He's Marcus Mariota. He's Mediocre Mariota. He's average at best. I told you that when this show debuted last year. I called him a penthouse Andy Dalton. You hear people say he's a jockey like this. He's a flea market version of this. That means he's a cheaper version of that. And it's kind of a backhanded compliment. This one is too, but it's in the other way. He's a penthouse Andy Dalton. He's a little better than Andy Dalton. He makes you feel a little better than Andy Dalton does. But he's very similar to Andy Dalton. He makes you think he could be better because of his athleticism and effort. But what both those guys are going to get your franchise is a pick in the draft that leaves you unable to get the top-tier quarterback you need to replace that guy at least not without offering up the farm to get higher in the draft. They can make the playoffs when all is right. They'll win you eight games. They'll win you nine games. But who exactly out there within the sound of my voice in their right mind thinks the Tennessee Titans are even in the same universe with the New England Patriots or the Kansas City Chiefs? This was, this is the make it or break it year for Marcus Mariota. He was decent enough in week one, and he was basically putrid against the Colts on Sunday. I don't know how you hand this guy an extension. And the fact that they already that they haven't done it already says an awful lot. But I want to go even further. Because to franchise tag, it means putting more money behind him than he's worth. In my eyes. Maybe you give him another year, and that's why you do it, because you don't see anything better out there that you can get. But how much fool's gold do you have to stare at and pick up out of that mine before you just leave it there because it's not real? If you think that there's any chance you can replace him, you do it. You cut bait, you let him go, and if he goes somewhere else and wins a Super Bowl, that's tough to watch. But who sees that happening? Who sees that on the horizon? And you can look at the numbers, 
And maybe this is a different conversation if he doesn't have the Christmas Eve injury a few years ago. And by the way, the lines are almost loaded. I think there's one free line. We are going to get to the calls. Stick with us. He did have the injury on Christmas Eve. And so whatever he might have been on the verge of becoming, and I'm placing the emphasis on the word might, whoever that guy is, he doesn't exist anymore. This guy that we're watching right now, wearing number eight for the Tennessee Titans, plays unintelligent football. That sounds harsh, but it's my job to be accurate. He doesn't play smart. He simply refuses to throw the ball away, and while he's fighting for every inch, he usually does it in mind-numbingly unnecessary ways for meager results. Like that hurdle move. Like diving into preseason, landing on his head. He's also inaccurate inside 10 yards compared to where he should be. And he stares down receivers a lot. But he's a great guy. And, man, I get that. I truly do. I wanted him to be the guy here, too. He's great on a billboard, and he's great in the community. He's the kind of guy you hope your son will be or your daughter will meet. But he's also, day by day, closer and closer to being a borderline starter in the NFL. I heard Jonathan Hutton say this yesterday on the Midday 180. Excellent point that he made that I don't know that many of us have thought. I had not thought about it until he said it. Virtually nobody has come out and said, hey, can we get a look at Ryan Tannehill? It's like it's almost a foregone conclusion. It's Marcus. What this football team has and what that statement means to me is what they have is a B-minus starter and a C-minus backup. If we're grading on a Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers to the bottom of the backup kind of scale. I'm not saying he's a C-minus according to backups in terms of Tannehill. I'm saying if you look at quarterbacks, Marcus is a B-minus and Tannehill's a C-minus. Is Marcus better than Jacoby Brissett? At the very best, it's marginal. But you saw Brissett evade pressure and throw the ball away. Marcus didn't, took a few bad sacks again, and he missed his targets again. And his mediocrity leaves the Titans in third down situations that are not favorable. And I wrote this in the Big Six blog and my Big Six takeaways from that game on Sunday after the loss. Here were your third down distances from start to finish on Sunday, of which the Titans went one for 10. They converted a third and two with a catch by Delaney Walker. Now, I want you to keep in mind, everything else I'm about to list was a failure on a third down. Third and 13, fail. Third and seven, great pass for six yards. Punt. Third and eight, holding penalty made it 18. Mariota sacked, fumbled. Third and 17, nope. Third and 15, long field goal by Cairo Santos. Third down and 10, there was a penalty that gave them an automatic first down after they failed on third and 10. Third down and five, all right, that's closer. Fail, Mariota sacked, loss of seven. Third down and five, Mariota overthrows Delaney Walker. We all saw that play. Third down and 10, nope. And then the third down and two where he spiked to stop the clock, which he's now apologized for and people have killed him for as well. So Marcus Mariota stands, call this program and convince me he's the guy or convince me even that the jury should still be out on Marcus Mariota at 615-737-1045.
eventually there's got to be a verdict here. It's not going to end in a mistrial. The verdict right now to me is Marcus Mariota is guilty of not being good enough to be viewed anymore as a long-term solution for the Tennessee Titans. As bad as you wanted him to be the guy, as bad as everybody in the city wanted him to be the guy, it don't matter if he's not the guy. Sunday was the most recent example, not the first example. And I hate to say it about a likable guy, but sports is a meritocracy, or it should be. And if you want evidence for that, look no further than what Antonio Brown could get away with that Taewon Taylor could not, for example, if they were doing the same thing. In a popularity contest, cool. Yeah, Marcus Mariota, all for it. I'd vote for him if I agreed with him for office. But I'll tell you what I wouldn't vote for him to be, my starting quarterback if I had anything even remotely close. Because I want a chance at a championship, folks. I don't draft a quarterback to win nine wins and be a part of some baffling losses. I see we've got phones lighting up. There's some people on hold, 615-737-1045. We're going to go ahead and let the lines load up during the commercial break. If you're on hold, stay there. I will go right through, and you can make the argument all you want. You really can. I want somebody to convince me he's still the guy. I have felt like because we've been asking this question as long as we have, the answer was clear as day. He is not the guy. We'll be right back taking your phone calls here on the Big Six on 104.5 The Zone. So... Welcome back to the Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone. We're glad to have you with us, whether you agree with me or not. We're brought to you by Renter's Warehouse, dedicated to making renting your home easy, fast, and worry-free. Renter's Warehouse, you can't buy happiness, but you can rent it. My name is Jason Martin. I'm on Twitter at jmartzone. I've said it for years. I've never probably been more sure of it than tonight. Marcus Mariota, not the guy. 615-737-1045. Here people drop off. You can call in and join us. Let's go to John. He's in Lebanon. We will lead off with him. John, what say you? John, you with us? Like John, not. So we'll put him back on hold, and we will try. Eric in Portland up next. Eric, how are you? I'm doing great, man. First of all, congrats on the uh, nuptials coming up this weekend. I'm actually – Doing that myself on the 12th next month. So congrats to you, my friend. Well, ditto to you. Uh, congratulations to you and yours as well. Thank you for that. Thanks a lot. Um, you know, my whole point is, uh, you know, I agree with you 100%. Uh, Marcus is a great ambassador to the uh, city, great ambassador to the franchise. However, he is not paid to be an ambassador. He was a great ambassador at the University of Oregon. Mm-hmm. But I'll use that to segue into the fact that he is another program product system quarterback where an offense was designed around him in college in the nfl he has to find a way to mold in giving the tools which he has been given throughout the years of his tenure here and he has not succeeded with the good tools that has been put to surround him to run this particular offense that he's been in he hasn't showed any signs of a consistency nor improvement nor the health in order to beat both of those. So I couldn't agree with you more. Um, you know, I feel like that, uh, you know, this, this either is going to be a, you know, uh, a come together or break down season for him. 
Uh, can it be a season where if he does stay healthy with the tools that he's surrounded with, can he be successful? Can he make it in this final year of the contract? Uh, if I had to throw my money out there, you know, I'm, I'm going on the null there. I don't see it happening. So uh, I'll just hang up and listen to your thoughts. Man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. And congratulations again to you and your bride-to-be, Eric. I just think at some point the verdict has to come in. And there's enough out there to say he's not the guy. Is it beyond a reasonable doubt? It's close enough for me. And in a, a great performance in Jacksonville tomorrow, which I do believe Mariota's going to have a really good game tomorrow night in Jacksonville. You'll hear that game right here on 104.5 The Zone. Titans Radio will take you all the way through it. That's not going to change my mind. No game's going to change my mind just because he goes out and has one good game because I see too much fluctuation there. He can play great against the Eagles, great against the Patriots, and then just absolutely lay an egg against anybody in the league. And that's baffling and annoying. Let's try John in Lebanon again, see if he's gotten things worked out. John, what's up? Yes, I'm calling about the Titan game Sunday. Sure. Um, I think they did – I think they did good. But I don't think they had it a best game like they usually do. Okay. But Thursday, they had to turn it all around. No question about that, John. No no doubt. They definitely need to turn it around. That was a loss that – that's a game they could have won. I mean, the Colts are, I think, a better overall team. But, I mean, you've got a quarterback in his – that's just still trying to figure everything out, still trying to work on his camaraderie on the field with T.Y. Hilton. And they have certainly gotten better, and we are seeing that. But that's a game the Titans could have won at home and should have. It was close enough within the margin of error that as long as you don't make dumb mistakes, you're going to win. And they were made on the sidelines, and they were made under center by Marcus Mariota. Tim in Hendersonville is up next here on the Big Six. Tim, what say you this evening? Uh, yeah, man, so I, I, I'm a, a long, long-time listener, first-time caller, mm-hmm. and uh, I just, I just, and I, I tell you, I love your perspective. I love how positive you are. You got this one completely wrong, brother, and okay. I just had to call you out. And uh, I'm a, uh, I was a pro uh, sports team doctor for 15 years. I've seen athletes work through injury. I've seen athletes overcome. What you said about Marcus being a class act, being an absolute ambassador, I, I totally agree with that. Good, good guy. He's smart. He's cerebral. He's not got his confidence at an all-time high, but realize he played with a nerve injury and probably could fill the ball with maybe three fingers last year. And Sunday was one game, and realize it's with what, his fourth or fifth offensive coordinator? So, and, and, and you know, go back to Ric Flair. If you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. Who would we replace Marcus with who's better? I'm not arguing that you do that right now. I'm not arguing that you have that guy right now. But I am saying that I feel like the verdict is in on whether or not Marcus Mariota is a long-term solution for this team. And all the things that you said are right. I know he played with a nerve issue. If he couldn't play better than that, he shouldn't have been playing in the game to begin with. And all the other things that you said, I'm not disagreeing with those things, but those things don't don't mean that all of a sudden Marcus Mariota is a great quarterback. They mean that because of reasons that suck, he has sucked a lot. That is unfortunate, but it's actually true as well. So I'm not saying you have anybody to replace him with now. I'm saying you can't commit money to that guy long-term because I think we know enough to know he's about the, I don't know, 18 to 20th best quarterback in the NFL, and that's just not good enough right now.
Well, he's he's maybe I don't disagree with that ranking. I think he's probably close to that, but he's he's pretty healthy right now. He's pretty young. He's pretty smart. I think he's pretty clean living. He's got a lot of upsides that give him long term. He's a safe investment as a human being, and you really can't beat him. And the guy has not had the luxury of working in the same system with the same coordinator for any consistent amount of time. Sure. I mean, Tim, thanks for the phone call. This is what I'm talking about. He's an A-plus human being. He's got a lot going for him. He's smart. He's cerebral. All those things are true. I'm not a, I'm not attacking the person. I'm attacking the performance. That's what you're supposed to do when you critique someone. I'm not going after Marcus Mariota personally. How could I? He is a class act. He is a stand-up guy. Everybody's given him rope that they would not have given a lot of other people because of his personality and because of how much you want to like him and because of what he means to the community and all of those things. All of that is 100% accurate. Sports is about can you win or are you expendable? Do you think Antonio Brown would have a job right now if he weren't Antonio Brown on the field? That's what we're talking about. And that's the problem when you try to talk about Mariota in this market. You get a call like that, which is thoughtful, except that it doesn't matter how good a dude he is And it doesn't matter what he's done in the community. And it doesn't matter how wonderful his parents are. And it doesn't matter. None of that stuff matters. The only thing that matters is whether or not he's good enough to win you football games. That's his job. I might be a great person. You may think I'm a great person. Maybe you don't right now. But maybe you think I'm a wonderful human being. Maybe that's what what Brad Willis, my program director here at The Zone, thinks of me. Maybe that's what Scott Shapiro and Don Martin at Fox Sports Radio think of me. They think I'm a fantastic person. But if I couldn't talk behind the microphone, eventually they would replace me, and they'd say, man, hate to lose that guy. He's just not right. He's just not right for the gig. He's not getting it done. You have to be able to separate yourselves. You have to be able to separate the emotion and separate the want to from the truth of the matter. And the truth of the matter is he's just not been good enough. I know he's had a bunch of coordinators. You know, there's a lot of guys that have had a whole lot of coordinators that have gone through all this stuff. And I have tried to find ways to make that excuse at times, too. Eventually, eventually, man, that bill comes due. That thing shows up in your mailbox whether you have the money in your bank account to pay it or not. The bills come due and Marcus's pockets are empty as far as I'm concerned. 615-737-1045. We have got six calls. If you are on hold, stay there. We will get to you. Argue with me, agree with me, it doesn't matter. Like I always say, it is never a prerequisite to agree with me. I just want cogent takes and people making sense. And that call, even though I vehemently disagreed with it, I understand where it was coming from. That's what makes this difficult. You have to separate yourselves from the person that Marcus Mariota is and look at the performance that Marcus Mariota has brought. And there is a vast chasm like Grand Canyon level between those two things as far as I'm concerned. We'll be right back, continuing here on the Big Six on 104.5 The Zone. Zone. Welcome back to the Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone, Wednesday night in the Music City. Dew point's about to drop is what I'm hearing. Humidity's 
going to drop this weekend's still going to be warm but it's going to be way more pleasant than it's been the past two or three weeks and i'm looking forward to that to be sure 615-737-1045 how you join us right now you can't join us because we have the lines loaded so let's take some calls you hear somebody drop off you can call in the topic marcus mariota he's not the guy tell me i'm wrong kevin and mount juliet is up first here in this segment kevin how are you this evening i'm doing well so i i get what you're saying you know mariota has not proved it on the field the past several years but here's my dilemma. If I'm a Titans fan, I'm thinking, okay, the backup, Ryan Tannehill, is basically the same as Marcus Mariota mm-hmm. as far as what I'm going to get on the field. You were saying he's not the answer. We get that. But in order to get the answer, you're going to have to basically have a sucky team for several years and draft a guy because Marcus Mariota plays the most important position in the NFL. And those guys, don't grow on trees, and teams that have a decent guy are going to keep that guy. And I guarantee if the Titans do not sign Marcus Mariota after this year, some other team will pick him up. Now, will they pick him up to be their starter? That's debatable. But he definitely will have a job next year. Oh, I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be out of the league, and I appreciate the, the phone call. But you just said yourself, is he going to be a starter? I don't know. He might be a backup. Right, but he's your starter. Right. Like what you're saying about Tannehill, you can't do anything right now. And it's not as easy as the NBA because there's so many more players on the roster than they are in the NBA. It's easier to tank when you're the Philadelphia 76ers than when you're the Miami Dolphins. But ultimately, you're trying to get a quarterback. And as long as you've got Marcus Mariota and you called him decent, okay, so you've got a decent quarterback in your own mind. you got a decent quarterback. Is that what you're paying ticket money to see? A decent quarterback? Don't you want Trevor Lawrence or Tua or whoever it is that you think is the next great player in this league at not just the most important position in the NFL? How about the most important position in all of American team sports, the quarterback spot? Do you want the 20th best guy just because somebody else is going to give him a job too? I'm not saying I don't think he deserves to be employed. I'm saying that he has proven to me that you can't commit to him long term. You've got no choice this year. And I'm just telling you, don't believe it. If all of a sudden they go and have a good game tomorrow, as I think they will, and I think Mariota will have a good game as well. I'm having people tweet me and saying he's going to prove you wrong tomorrow night. No, unless he goes out and throws for 100 yards, he's not. I think he's going to have a good night tomorrow night. I'm saying don't let that all of a sudden tell you he's an elite quarterback in the making again. How many times do you have to be fooled by this to realize that maybe we have seen This version of Marcus Mariota's ceiling, he's 25. Yeah, somebody's tweeting me and they're saying, he's only 25, he's only 25. 29 is actually, I know this, 29 is when you are basically at your peak as a quarterback in the NFL historically, okay? But Marcus's body is more like 45 based on that whole Mr. Glass thing and just the punishment that he endures that he doesn't need to because he can't throw the football away which is something that even bad starters in this league know. Chris in Hendersonville is up next here on the Big Six. Chris, how are you? Uh, Good. I'm doing fine. Uh, What I wanted to say was uh, that when I started thinking uh, Marcus may not be the person was in the two-minute drill versus Indianapolis last week, um, he – get a good two-minute drill, I think you really have to start formulating that maybe as a senior in high school, you know, and you begin to start thinking. 
about what you're going to do. And then through college, you're putting in thousands of hours of just working on that so you know exactly what to do at the right time. So, you're, you know, if you're Manning or Brady, you're thinking, you know, you've got 15 options with a minute 20 left. You've got 15 other options with 55 seconds left. And, and you've got all this stuff down. And when he spiked the ball on third down, you know, it was uh, it was just an eye-opener. Yeah. And I thought, you know, he might not have put in the hard yard uh, in college for that. You, you may be right about that. I just think at some point you are who you are. And we're starting to see, okay, this is Marcus Mari. Oh, tuh. oh, this this is who he is. This is who he is. He's Marcus Mari. Oh, tuh. Chris and Thompson Station up next. Chris, how are you? Appreciate you waiting. Hey, what's going on, guys? So this is my uh, this is my take on this whole Mario uh, scenario. Uh, the Titans have yet to develop a quarterback in the last three, four drafts. They had Jake Locke and Vince Young. They failed to develop those quarterbacks. They failed to develop Marcus Mariota as well. And in doing so, they should have never drafted Marcus Mariota if you're going to keep the system that you're running. I can care less about the guys, you know, being a professional quarterback. You didn't draft, you, you, you wouldn't have drafted Tom Brady for a run-and-shoot offense. You would have drafted him for a pocket pass. Amen. You drafted, you drafted Marcus Mariota. And when you did draft him, you tried to push him into a system that he's not that he was never designed, you know, physically or you know, from a mechanical standpoint to run standpoint to run. You should have kept it, should have made him or uh, build the offense around the Oregon platform from which he came from. People killing me with this idea that Marcus Mariota is a bum quarterback. He's not a bum quarterback. The kid just never had a chance. I, I heard a previous caller tell me to uh, get on here and say, well, he's had tools of great wide receivers. None of his wide receivers up until this year could get could, could get good separation on the route. They barely had they had four uh, routes, uh, routes they ran on their route tree. A slant pattern, an out pattern, a go route, and a, uh, um, a, manifestation, a manifestation of the, of the sluggo. So you can't tell me he's had tools. The only, the only position that the Titans have developed consistently over the last 10 years has been the running back position on, on the offensive skill set players. They have yet to develop a quarterback. They have failed every quarterback they have drafted since Steedman uh, uh, there. So, I mean, are you killing me with this? I pray to God that guy leaves his team and goes to another team that's going to see what his specific skill set is and then, and then give him the opportunity to flourish. Because until then, the far the Titans go, they're going to suck until they see their own problem is that. All right, Chris, I appreciate it. I appreciate the fire. I disagree with part of what you're saying because you're talking about how this team has failed the last, you know, three, four quarterbacks that they've drafted. Is it possible they failed in the draft with who they've chosen to select? Is that possible also? I'm not saying that I disagreed with taking Mariota. I understood that move. I am saying that even if every word that you just said was true about him being failed and, quote, never having a chance, unquote, when you say somebody, man, he never even had a chance, you know what that means? It means, man, it ain't going to work out for him. Wasn't his fault, but he ain't going to make it. That's what you're saying with that direct quote. And that's all I'm saying is he ain't going to make it because he's just not the guy. Take one more in this, and then we will just try to run through your calls in the final segment. Nate in Smyrna is up next. Nate, how are you? 
Yo, Jason, what's going on, man? Hey, brother. Uh, these people are crazy. They're nuts. All right. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. It's not going to happen. We have built this team around Marcus since the year he's got there. He still don't check down. He looks at one receiver. He watches that receiver's whole route. Marcus is garbage. How are y'all going to sit here and keep defending this man saying, oh, he's a great guy? Yeah, I know a couple great guys too at work, but there's a couple guys that drink every night and have fun and come in and work way harder and get more production, and they don't get a pink slip at the end of the day. Now that's Marcus absolutely- is killing me, man. Yeah, well, look, I'm not going to say he's garbage. And your point about the drinking thing, I mean, look at Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin partied like crazy, and nobody worked harder than Michael Irvin, one of the most talented wide receivers in the history of this league. A lot of guys that stayed up all night and partied were some of the most talented at their position. That's why they were able to do all of that, because they were that talented. I'm not going to say Marcus Mariota doesn't work as hard, though. Marcus Mariota is an extremely hard worker. He gives every bit of effort to a fault, as a matter of fact, to his detriment, landing on his head in the preseason saying, that's just how I play that's how I'm going to play all the time. I mean, that's laudable, but it also is going to harm you. And a body that's already taken a lot, how much more do you want to put it through in the year that you're trying to actually prove you're the guy and you deserve to get a long-term extension or get paid franchise tag money? Tracy, Chase, Anthony, Chuck, we got to take our final break. We will take your calls when we come back. Big Six, 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back. Finishing up here on a Wednesday night in the Music City, the Big Six here on 104.5 Zone. Little Eric Church for you. We're brought to you by Renters Warehouse, dedicated to putting homeowners on the path to financial freedom through rent estate, renting your home without having to do the hard stuff. Renters Warehouse, the rent estate company. All right, we got four calls. I think we got time to get through them. We will start with Tracy in East Nashville. Tracy, what's up? Yeah, um, let's say the honor bill yourself. Sure, uh, thank I just you. want to say, uh, I, I kind of feel like it's still too early to, to, to make a judgment on Mariota. I mean, around this time, Steve McNair was pretty horrible. I mean, if you were at the stadium in 99, I know you remember McNair getting booed uh, out of the out of the whole thing. I bet the whole question was to prove, uh, prove to you that he was supposed to be a franchise uh, quarterback. I mean, as of right now, he's, what, fifth in total passing in, in, in our league? I mean, in our, in our franchise's history? Still has a pretty good uh, win. I think he's the what the first quarterback in our history to have uh, three consecutive winning seasons. I know the last two was in spite of him. Uh, I mean, he really didn't do much to help us. He kind of hurt us. But I just think it's still too early. I'll let you take it over from there. All right, Tracy. I appreciate it. I appreciate the the thoughtful nature of what you said. But you just said it yourself. They won in spite of him for the most part. He didn't help. He didn't help much. 2017, 13 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. 2018, 11 touchdowns, eight interceptions. He's thrown 24 touchdowns and 23 interceptions in the past two years. Now, this year he started out four touchdowns and zero interceptions. You realize Marcus Mario has only thrown, he's only attempted 52 passes this season. What does that tell you? Who do you believe the league is scared of? Marcus Mariota or Derrick Henry? If you remember that piece that Mike Sando put out at ESPN last year, asking the GMs and all these people inside the league where Mariota was and every other quarterback. He was a tier three quarterback. And one of the quotes from one of the general managers basically said, he's a guy that when you play against them, you're not afraid of him. 
you need your quarterback to be somebody that instills fear in the opposition, not one that you think, ah, we can make mincemeat of this guy because he's going to hold on to the football and we're going to knock him down four or five times a game. Chase in Lewisburg is up next. Chase, what's up? Hey, so what I wanted to say about Marcus is I think he's a good quarterback. Also, he took us on 17 game-winning drives. So okay. other than that, I mean, besides that, what I wanted to say was that, I mean, if he hasn't taken us on that many game-winning drives and other than that, sleeping there wasn't even that good. But he's still a good quarterback. I can't complain about him. I mean, I'm not going to complain You can't about complain him. about him at all? No, not really. I mean, he's done a good job. If we, if Santos wouldn't have missed that 46-yard field goal and we're down by two, or we were actually up at that point, but we ended up going down by two, then would we be talking about this right now? Well, you know it would have been a 39-yard field goal if Mariota hadn't taken a sack on third down and five instead of but getting the ball out of his hands, right? A 46-yard field goal ain't that damn hard in the National Football League, is it? Well, he was... He hadn't missed up until that point. Now, I'm not saying that that's not a big deal that he missed the field goal, but Mariota made it seven yards worse than it would have been because he took a sack on third down and five instead of throwing the football away. 46 is not a gimme in the NFL. Vinatieri can't even make an extra point right now. He might be the greatest kicker in the history of the league, certainly on the short list. So you can say, yeah, Cairo Santos cost you the game. Yeah, well, Mariota could have made it a whole lot easier on him just by throwing the football away, and he did not do it because he does not do it. Anthony and Donaldson up next. Anthony, what's up? Anthony, you there? Going once. Gone. Chuck in Clarksville next. Chuck, how are you? Hey, Jay Bart. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I I think it'll all play out at the end of the season. The only thing I'm concerned about is, I mean, I listened to the zone this morning. I listened to midday 180-some. I listened to, you know, the three-hour lunch. And now you, and it's constantly, you know, is Marcus is not the guy, or Marcus, you know, Marcus is done, or this, that. What does that do for his psyche and the team? It's going to play out the end of the season. If you think that, that uh, J Rob and, and Mike and Amy, you know, look what they did with Rackapo and, and uh, um, Morgan last year. I mean, they're great guys. They loved them, but they weren't going to extend their contract. I don't think, you know, right now, as it is right now, Marcus is going to get extended. There's no way. But he's still going to have a long season. I liken him to a baseball player, a great athlete, you know, looks like he's got all the tools, can run, can catch, but he can't hit the curveball. And that's what he is on third downs. He just can't seem to he can't seem to compete on third downs in most games. I mean he has great games, he has great times, and he is, you know, he can be at the end of a game when he gets focused and not worried about whether he makes the third down or not just making the you know, coming from behind and winning, he does great, but he just can't seem to hit that curveball. So he'll play out at the end of the season. I just hate for constantly, constantly he's got to hear and the team's got to hear that he's not the man and, you know, we're going to move on at the end of the season. That's not going to help us this season. Let's get through the season and then make that decision at the end of the season. All right, Chuck, I appreciate it. So we just aren't going to do radio again for the rest of the year. It's my job to do this. It's my job to say this. It's my job to observe and report. And I pray that Marcus Mariota doesn't spend his time listening to sports talk radio and getting everybody's opinions on him. That's a problem with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant can't stop trying to find opinions on him. I hope Marcus is just content in his life and is worried about playing football and doesn't know what a lot of people have to say about him. Maybe that's a pipe dream, but Mariota doesn't strike me as a guy that's paying a whole lot of attention to the critics, and he shouldn't. 
He should just play football. It's my job to give him credit when he does well, and I will, and to bury him when he doesn't, at least for those performances. Again, it's nothing personal. It's just my job, and that's what I have to do. There's no chance. Let's go to Jenny in Franklin. Jenny, what's up? Hey. So, okay, I was listening to him, and if he has nothing bad to say, they played mediocre. He's a mediocre fan. Just saying. Sure. (laughs) Sorry. That's fine. My my observance on Sunday was Mariana dropped back. His receiver was supposed to run a down and out. And his receiver didn't finish the run. And Mariota throws through to the sideline where his receiver should have been. So, to me, it's like there's not a confidence in his receivers finishing their route, which makes him hesitant to throw the ball. Okay. Well, that might be true. We're, we're running up against this, so I don't want to keep you too long and have to cut you off. It, it, that would seem like a natural point. But one thing about Mariota and his receivers, you show me tape of Marcus Mariota throwing one of his receivers open to where they are, the ball's in their hands as soon as they make a move. There's anticipatory. He's throwing properly off what's called the throwing platform. Show me how often he does that. He doesn't. You have to be able to throw people open to be anything more than the 20th best quarterback in the league. It's just not part of his skill set. I got an unbelievable stat for you real quick. Let's get to that. All right, all right, through two games, the 49ers, 22 offensive drives, zero three and outs in those 22 drives. The only team in the NFL was zero. They haven't played anybody yet, so we'll have to keep this up, but that's impressive. Kyle Shanahan, pretty smart guy. I'm going to see you on Friday. Tighten up tomorrow night in Jacksonville. Ball calls is next. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. God bless, and good night until Viernes. On 